Blog Talk Radio. Greetings. I'd like to uh, greet everyone in the name of peace, which is the universal greeting of um, all the prophets from Adam to Muhammad. And we're all looking for that peace for the world that the world can't seem to give. Um, I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I wasn't released for about two weeks or so came back on the third and did a show down there with Mr. Eichmann, which, you know, we had some issues in terms of uh, technicalities. A very wonderful show, but, you know, it, you know, the brother did give us a good account of, the, you know, part three of what we were discussing. And today I'm going to have with me um, the leader of the GSU, Mr. Ant- Mark Anthony Flowers, you know, from out of the, from Santa Elena, Santa Elena Cayo originally, that's where he he's from. And um, he's just been newly appointed as the leading, uh, um, newly appointed, newly appointed as the leader of the GSU. Um, so we will discuss once we, you know, once I get an opportunity to 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 to, to bring him on. Many of the controversial issues that people tend to associate with the GSU. So we're going to try to look at it from a from a issue of public safety, which is euphemism for crime. Um, I don't want to uh, prejudice anything because uh, um, I don't want to uh, be a situation where, you know, people accuse us of being partisan or anything like that. Because I think as Belizeans, we should talk to everybody. We need to find out exactly how we can fix the mess of crime, public safety, that is really, really compromising that country, and how we can move forward with, with 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 a recipe or a formula that can bring that country to at least address some of the skating problems that we um, um, that that we having. So, um, one of the things that I want to suggest to to to, to the listeners to be open minded and let's. Hear what this brother has to say. Let's let's listen to him and find out what his his perspective or or what his uh, rationale is for you know elite units such as the GSU. Some people said it's not even an elite unit. You know that's up for discussion. So we will see. Um, I mean, but we do know this. Um, if you tune into local news, radio, or read the local newspapers, you're bound to be petrified by the crime we're spreading over Belize today. Um, whether it's a brutal shooting or a rape or an unsettling spate of a drive-by or a ride-by or people getting mugged in a neighborhood near you, violent crime seems to be dominating and sweeping across that nation. The residents are punched drunk by the daily bloodletting. Psychopaths 
robbers, murderers, lawbreakers, in general, seemingly have free reign to terrorize the populace. Indeed, it sets off shivers among those worried about the next burglar, rapist, or murderer that is headed their way. No one is immune to see. I mean, no one is absolved from this because it does. This this it seems to affect everyone in that country. No one is immune. We have abundant evidence that that's the case. And of course, the most vulnerable in all these in, in these situations are always the children, women, you know. So, Belize, in, in, in many regards, is a great country. But true, we have some in, some environments that are unsafe. Um, like one lady told me when I was there, they will steal anything as I nail down. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I, and it's almost. And I was tight came back by by saying to myself, it's you know, um, yeah. Um, it was. It's almost like. Um, it's almost like they they have an ex, ex, expectation of of, of 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 violence, and if you can't see, it's like, oh, what's wrong with you, man? You know, you, you know, it's like if you go there with this naivety, it's like they say, well, gee, don't you see this is you know this is what's happening, and I don't know if it's uh you know hyperbolic or it's really exaggerated, but yes, there is a crime situation. Is it to the point where you can't even walk the streets uh, you know, on Albert Street and you know without fear of your life? Um, I walk on Albert Street and you know, and I didn't have you know, I'm not looking over my shoulder. Maybe I'm naive, but I'm just saying we need to we need to you know we need to be realistic and look at crime in Belize as you know um, as something that that um, that that's in, that's involved in any society, but um, but that we need to come up with. Not ad hoc, stopgap, reactionary solutions, but solutions that are well thought out, rational, and will put, you know will address the public policy that we formulate and implement. Must address. It cannot be reactionary. It cannot be you know stopgap. It cannot be a wait and see. It has to be able to be comprehensive enough to at least address. Some of the, the the solutions, some of the problems that we see, we can't just treat the the, the the symptoms all the time and forget about the disease. And that's being, you know, but of course, you know, public policy boils down to what the government chooses to do or not do. But we have enough focusing focusing events and indicators that that are, that yeah, that, that public safety is, a, is seriously compromised in, in Belize. Um, you know, and which brings us to the to the police. You know, the, you know their very integrity and credibility in most cases uh, um, sometimes are suspect. And I mean, is that fair? No. You know, the police have a very difficult job. I mean, you know, they're asked to many many of the problems that line at their doorsteps represent vast social failures that they alone will never solve. I mean, they need help. You know, I mean, they, they you know, they. You know, the state has this responsibility to protect, to protect the policy, to protect us. But can, the question would begs the question: Can we rely on our law enforcement personnel to protect and serve us judicially? Um, these are some very vexing questions, and they must be answered. Vigilante is not the, is not the answer. We must have full confidence in the Belize Police Department that they cannot that they can do a reasonable job to provide safety for all citizens. Right now, that confidence is badly shaken. Um, many 
are questioning the police, police handling of many of these cases. Their ineptness oftentimes in full display. You know, the guy, for example, case on point, you know, the evidence gets destroyed, that kind of thing, uh, compromise, you know. So, I mean, chief among the reasons why there is no confidence in the police, police departments are because of allegations of brutality, false arrest, disappearance of key evidence, routine torture of suspects, mishandling of crime scenes, and general police misconduct and corruption in, you know, that, that's rampant. So this has not endeared the public to the police, police department. And the public look to them for leadership. People rely on law enforcement to make a difference. They're the ones training crime-fighting techniques, not us. But at the same token, we cannot abandon the, you know, the BPD uh, and leave them to their own device. We cannot uh, abandon them and let them, you know, and let them just be by themselves. We have to, we have to work with them, and they cannot withdraw either because you know the law must never succumb to the daily carnage, or else there will be anarchy. There will be, there will, will be anarchy. We must provide constructive public scrutiny and oversight in the hopes that it will galvanize the BPD into providing professional policing that we can all trust and believe. We must understand that many of the problems that, like I said represent vast social failures that they alone can never solve. You know, many have said, okay, the, you know, the crime is their responsibility and, you know, put the blame on them. And some say, oh, they aid in the, they, 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 you know, the, they aid in the bet and give tacit approval to lawbreakers. That's misplaced to me because the police police department is engaged in addressing, in, is engaged in addressing the worst elements in our society. The least we can do is support them and encourage this you know them, so that they, you know, because they're vital to our collective security. Let's 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 be, you know, clear about that. So my thing is that, and I will discuss this with with, with, with you know with Inspector Mark Anthony Flowers is that, you know, we need to have the communities get involved in organizing and being proactive in public safety. You know, you cannot re- rely solely on the state, and develop policy in a, in to develop policy. That's not enough. Communities must play a vital role in forming partnerships with law enforcement and demand effective and efficient policing. Far from being marginal players, Belizeans uh, must have must we must have this must have intolerance to crime, violence, and antisocial behavior in general. So if they don't, if they don't, then we we know we, we can witness the anarchy of our of our, of our community. And like I said, I'm going to discuss it. Inspector Flowers, all these things. And which another thing that we're going to talk about is the gang. I mean, are these just mis- troubled youths, you know, because, you know, they lack a father, because people like, oh, well, they don't got no power. They, 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 you know, they come from um, impoverished neighborhoods, poverty, you know, economically depressed areas in Belize, South Side. That's the reason why they, is, is, that, is, are, is that really how, what these gangs are? Do we really have an understanding of what gangs are and what they represent? Do we, do, or do we need to take a comprehensive look at what gangs are all about? Or we need to redefine how we look at gangs in Belize. Are they just troubled youths or are they battle-hardened in urban, in urban combat? Are they involved in low-intensity conflict with each other and with the security forces in our country? So these are all questions that begs us to look deeply into why we have units that the police, elite units or 
or specialized units such as the GSU, Dragon unit, or any of those units that we don't, that because look, at the same, while many might, while many might uh, discuss those units, there are many who told me that oh they feel safe, they like it, and they they they, they can't, they they don't want to see units like, as a GSU um, go from Mars. And I've been a critic, I'm not gonna lie, you know, um, but. So we we have to ask ourselves, you know, are we will, willing to swallow the bitter pill? Are we willing to say, okay, you know, but at the same time, are we also willing to, to because these youths, they come from us. They're not in a vacuum. So we really did take a comprehensive look and understanding of how gangs operate or what the definition of gang as it relates to the public in Belize. So, um, I am. I'm, I'm trying to. I think I have Inspector Flores on, but let me um, um, see if he's on. Inspector Flores, yeah. are you on? Yes, I am. Okay, I was just doing a little monologue there, my brother. So introduce yourself to the to, to 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 the radio audience, if you if you if you don't mind saying, you know, I mean, just. Um, I have on the line Inspector Mark Anthony Flowers, the head of the Gang Suppression Unit of the Belize Police Department. Go ahead, brother. Introduce yourself. Good morning, um, viewers and uh, listening audience. Uh, I am Mark Flowers, Mark Anthony Flowers, and I uh, hail from the Quintan and San Ignacio. I've been in the police department for uh, just over 33 years and served uh, this country all my life. I currently serve as the commander of the Dance Suppression Unit. Uh, and uh, very only recently, before which I was assigned to the Patentia Police Transformation. Uh, as the commander of the Gang Suppression Unit, I heard uh, the introduction of Rana Gold, and uh, it speaks to exactly what we are trying to commander, get I mean, Inspector, Inspector, hold on a minute. I think, yes, you're, I think, I think you're echoing. Uh, is there a way you can speak up into the phone or... I don't know if you can um, bring it closer. I had like a little echo, so you're not coming out as clear as I want you to. Yes, um, myself, I'm having a little difficulty hearing everything you're saying, but uh, I that's could, better. Uh, that's better. Decipher, yeah. Decipher, I could, yeah, I could decipher what you're saying there. And we're saying that I'm Mark Flowers. I'm a serving member of the police department for more than 33 years, and I currently serve as the commander of the gang suppression unit in Belize. I, um, I said that previously, um, or, or prior to my assignment here at the Gang Suppression News, I also served as the commander of the Placentia Subcommission, and uh, I have a wide range of policing knowledge, and uh, I hope to bring that to the fore here at the Gang Suppression Unit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me ask you. Um, you know, let's let's just just get to the to the to, to the. Um, Let's just cut to the chase. The gang suppression unit, in your estimation, what is what is the mandate for that unit? What are they tasked to do? The, yeah, the task in there um, is to dismantle the gangs in the first place. Uh, uh, these groups of young men calling themselves and identifying themselves as gangs. To disrupt their activities with the retail, mostly retail sale of drugs and the proliferation of firearms in the streets and violent crimes. Our, our charter is to minimize, uh, to reduce these level of uh, 
incidents and to bring them to an acceptable uh, level, something that, that we could uh, be more tolerant of. Okay. Um, now, in, in okay, that that that's that's you know that sounds mundane. I mean, is this unit okay? Is, this is this is a this is a specialized unit, elite unit. I, I think highly trained in, in in to do those things. Is this a unit that that you will see routinely patrolling the streets, or this unit? When when is this unit called into action? What triggers off the it's action good. of this unit? All right. It's good. It is mostly a surgical unit. Uh, we are intelligence operation based, and uh, we we respond to information primarily and intelligence that we would have gathered. We are also an intelligence gathering um, unit with uh, the analysis um, analysis and uh, operational team in place. So we do gather information, analyze those information, and act on those information as well as we act in support of the wider police department uh, and the intelligence arm of the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so as far as the gang, the, you know, the, the, the name, okay, but the question is, how do we suppress gangs? I mean, that name, is that name kind of like a contradiction of terms, gang suppression? Can you really suppress gangs? And what does that look like, I mean, in suppression, in suppression of gangs? Well, I, I think it's um, more an oxymoron than, 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 than the actual charter. It is primarily a name. The gang suppression unit, like other countries have gang suppression units, in, especially the, the, the African coast. You'll find uh, these British uh, colonial countries and, 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 and countries uh, use the term gang suppression in the United States called SWAT, and uh, although that process may, 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 may vary because they are dealing with uh, terrorism and, and that sort of thing, we also uh, practice most of what uh, the, the SWAT teams uh, practice in terms of preparedness and, uh, and, and coming into troubled areas that would not ordinarily be dealt with by the, 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 the patrolling police officers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We we do suppression from <clears throat> from that um, perspective. It is not an oppression or repression even unit. It is primarily targeting and suppressing the gang activities, and, 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 and hence the, the name gang suppression unit. Mm-hmm. In suppressing the, the activities of gangs and gangsters, or would want to be gangsters, there are certain you may see unorthodox methodologies that are employed to, 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 to achieve those aims and uh, would not apply to, to the lesser uh, criminals and, and uh, people who are uh, petty thieves and, 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 and that sort of thing. The gang, the gang that you know, is, an, is a form of thinking and a a violent group of people who have, uh, for some strange reason, imported toughened and hardened criminal practices and behaviors and uh, want to apply them in, in, in the streets of Belize, something that we are not at all accustomed to or 
is, is not uh, representative of our culture. These are deviants who come to believe mainly by way of deportation or, or adaptation from mainly television and, 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 and movies. People see things, they hear things, and in some cases participate in things in the, uh, outside of Belize, and then when they come back to Belize, they want to spread these practices and to, and to, to, to expose Belizeans to... It's a form of terrorism, actually, because it does terrorize uh, our country and, uh, and our city streets mainly, but it also goes uh, off into the district towns, as you may have seen there recently. Uh, this foreign culture of violence and uh, mayhem is way beyond what can be termed as acceptable. And thus, this gang suppression unit is it, called upon to exactly uh, suppress these activities and to dismantle them and to remove them from our midst. Okay. Um, I know you, 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 you said, you know, you, you, you made a comparison of the SWAT, you know, which is a special weapon and tactics that, for example, the LAPD in Los Angeles utilize. And, and I agree that, they, you, know, this is a, you, know, these, you know, these are military-style units that use light weapons and specialized tactics in high-risk operation that follow side of the capabilities of regular uniformed police. Um, so, like, you know, I, I, I know that, you know, when I look at their charter, they, you know, they're saying that, you know, their duties include confronting heavily armed criminals, performing hostage and rescue and counter-terrorism operations, high-risk arrest, entering armored or barricade buildings. So, they, you know, they're equipped with specialized firearms, submachine guns, assault rifles, breaching shotguns, sniper rifles, et cetera, et cetera. Um, um, Heavy body armor, ballistic shields—I mean, you name it. You know, all kind of entry tools to, to, yeah. to you know, to, 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 you know, armored vehicles in some cases, night vision. Um, they, you know, for covert. So they have all. You, are you saying that the GSU utilize all of those things as well? Except we are not as as, as heavily armed as as, as, the, as the, the the developed countries are. But yes, we apply and we uh, try to, to adopt the usage of, of all of these uh, paramilitary uh, strategies and, and training uh, with, with, with the paramilitary uh, uh, background. The, the, the unit also uh, carries a, what could be termed as infantry weaponry. We have a higher caliber weapons than the patrolling officers would ordinarily carry, but this is because we are also prepared for the eventuality that, that, that we are fired upon the commander fire and we know that the, what we are up against, these people are better armed than the, than the patrolling police officers. So if we are to effectively combat this scorch, then we must equally be prepared to do so uh, both in, uh, in terms of mental focus and uh, our actual capabilities. So yes, they have their own team by the, by the gang suppression unit. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing I think what, okay, and this, this is where, you know, people, you know, I was reading editorial in some of the newspaper, local newspapers, and, and you know, they're very, you know, they, they're 
they say it's a controversial unit. Why is the GSU a controversial unit? Why is it that, that, that people uh, don't embrace them as a you know as a as, you know as you say okay oh my god here comes the GSU we're gonna they're gonna take care of business why is it that they come on a such scathing criticism and this is in all fairness to you you just took over this unit about a month ago so I don't want to lay anything at your doorsteps but I'm saying the perception of this unit that it's a tug you know jackbooted thugs who who don't respect the constitutional rights of the victims that they that they you know that they um that they policing or that they they confronted with and they just in a sense, apply more than usual brutal tactics to, to, to you know, as they go about doing their job. I'm asking you, what, why is this unit viewed in such a controversial manner? What have they done, the perception that the public has about them? The, the, the term perception, perception in itself, uh, uh, Hubert, is, I guess, in my estimation, the, the, the major uh, major fault it is, it is a it is a an issue of how we are viewed, as opposed to understanding why we exist. People look at what exists, but they don't take a look at what caused the existence or brought about the the the, 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 the inception of, of this unit. It is that the lack of awareness, on the most part, I presume, by by most uh, Belizeans, uh, I do a, a little bit of mischief here and there, and uh, some. Uh, we are we are a young country with modern country's problem, and people in the knowing those who knows better and wants to create mischief, uh, unfortunately, are the very people who are better able and in a better position of disseminating this sort of falsehood and uh, fair tactics and all this so sort of thing. It is they... more internal, it is more an internal, national internal, uh, internal problem. It is Really, it is so are you saying perception then, oh, Inspector, are you suggesting then that you arguing yes. that um that that um that 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 that, 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 that this, this 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 moniker that hangs over the GSU is is wrongly or or is not deserved? It's just it's, it's placed there because you know of other outside forces trying to interfere with the image of this 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 this, this unit. This is not self. It's not something that the unit itself is doing. Is, is that is that what you're saying? Uh, from from my own understanding and interpretation in trying to better understand the, the stigma that is associated with the, the gang suppression unit, and not only the gang suppression unit, but with the police department in a whole. In general, yes. Has a, a lot of contributing factors. One of them is, of course, undeniably, the educational system or the lack thereof in, 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 and the preparedness or the lack thereof of police officers. I will be the first to admit that certainly there is need for improved educational uh, capabilities and tra- not training, education of, of police officers. 
coupled with, with, with training. It is that, in my mind, education is the acquiring of skills and, and knowledge, and training is the sharpening of those skills. The police department, for, for the most part, engages solely in training and not in educating officers. So we may, be, we may have contributed to some of our own problems by way of lack of education, and that is a given. But that is not within the ambits of what I can or cannot uh, change. The other thing is that people are, are, are in the knowing they know that this is so, exploit this situation to the extent of wanting to, to belittle members of the police department. And you find it on a daily basis, and uh, not only belittling, but disrespecting and disregarding the, the, the need for police until there's some criminal knocking on then they know the police. But in the absence of that, and I'm not trying to shield or to, to, to create any, any situation that does not already exist, I'm just trying to, to, to in an analytical way, exhibit mm-hmm. some of the problems that we, and, and inhibition that we have faced with on a daily basis. Uh, I think that when people try to generate this kind of hostile atmosphere or, or, or separationist kind of tactics, instead of understanding what is going on and criticizing the, 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 the culture that is affecting all of us and the, the main or the root cause of, of, of the, the, the creation of such a unit, nobody has ever asked. Why is it that our youths are so troubled? And why is it that our youths are giving so much problem? And why is it that our youths want to be like the thousands on the country next door? Or why is it that we are killing each other? They are focused more on the police and what the police can and cannot do and what the police is and isn't doing. But what this does, whilst it's healthy to, to take a good look and to take a sensible analysis of our police's position, it is also worthwhile to look at the, the, the problems we have faced with, as opposed to merely criticizing on a daily basis the, 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 the actions of the police. And I'm, I am all for, 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 for that sort of thing, because we certainly need to, to look at ourselves closely. We certainly need to improve. But for Christ's sake, we have come a long way, and we are trying the best we can, and we are doing a lot more than we should be able to do with all things being equal. The sensitization of information from the police's perspective is something, too, that needs to develop. Uh, we need to be sensitive of, 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 of the way we, we interact with, with our citizenry, no doubt, no doubt at all, all right? And there's room for improvement in other regards. But that's not the only problem we're having from a policing perspective and standpoint. Those are, those are not the major problems we're having. The major problems we're having is this indecent way with which criminals perpetuate crimes almost on a daily basis, unabated even, and sometimes it would seem with some form of impunity because when we have a small or a low conviction rate, it, gives, it instills 
this confidence in criminal that I could do this because even if they find me, I will get away. Those are the problems that we, in my mind, should be addressing and focused on as opposed to personalizing what is being done. Let us look at it, take an overall look at the entire system, the way things are done, the need for change, what can be changed, where we can change, and what we as a person, you know, an individual can contribute as opposed to merely mudslinging. You know, this is become, you, you listen to some children talk sometimes, sadly, you know, children, you're saying, I, 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 I am such a, such a person, maybe some notorious criminal. You say, why would you want to immediate, immediately, immediately a, a criminal? Why, why wouldn't you want to be somebody who is, uh, be like somebody who is, you know, law-abiding, upright, outstanding, but it is becoming, because we are, we are promoting criminality, we are promoting by, by doing the very things that we don't do. Sometimes we err by the things we do and the things we don't do. We don't take a serious look at, at, at what is happening and how our, our demographic has shifted and how this has affected crime and who the criminal players and the main players are. We don't take a, we don't even take a look at that. So, the Okay, but in terms of, not, I don't mean to cut you short, but I have this thought here that I want to address since you were it. In terms of criminal statistics, how, do we know how many of these youths are involved in gangs, how many gangs we have, you know, where, you know, they, they, do we have logistics of, you know, how these gangs operate, where they are, you know. I mean, because since you have this, you're the head of specialized unit. I'm assuming that you have access to these records. I mean, so what? what is the nature of, of you know the, the quality, if you will, of these gangs. I mean, are they, you know, I mean, I mean, they, they, you know, can they conduct a low intensity conflict indefinitely because they have access to to weapons? Uh, you know, in some cases, ordnance such as grenades. You know, as we have seen. Um, what 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 kind of data do you have on gangs in Belize? Since you, 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 you I know you're just headed the uh, this department in about a month now, but. Yeah, I'm sure you could look at your files if you have. What kind of data do you have on gangs? Who are these people? What, you know, what's their income level? What's their background? You know, are they deportees? You know, what, do we have any kind of actionable intelligence on, 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 on the gang problem in that country? As I, as I said in the beginning, that this is an intelligence gathering arm. Oh, of course, we do have some data on these people. The gangs in Belize, or the people, or the groups of people who call themselves and identify themselves as gangs, are not an organized group of people. They have no organizational structure. Therefore, themselves don't know how many members or followers they each have. There are 30 known groups or gangs in Belize. There are in excess of 1,000 operatives who operate almost at a, at a, at a freelance level across Belize uh, who have been identified to be associated with, with, with gang activities and with primarily uh, acts of dishonesty and cruelty. These are people who, who, who would go out and shoot and kill for, for, for a money, for rewards, and, and, and who peddle drugs. It's a very, very small group of people compared to, to, the, to the, 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 the makeup of, of this population. But these are people who are determined to, to carry out the loss. We know is that they keep no data on their and their um, affiliations or their affiliates and, and membership, they are primarily sworn to 
to, to, to the mighty dollar principle. It's all about money and, uh, and people who are disadvantaged or, or who are lesser fortunate than, than, than the, the, the transnationals who promote these uh, violence acts. People want to safely move, uh, for example, cocaine across the, the country. We know that cocaine has a high market value. So they pay a group of boys or men to safeguard the, the transport or the, the, the movement, and they call themselves gangs. So they, they get rewarded for that. They themselves, if they do uh, the, 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 the escort or the, the provide the security, <laughs> The, the so there is a gang narcotic connection. You think that there is a gang narcotic connection? There is. A, there is. There is a gang. There's, that is what gangs are about. It's about money. It's about money making. It's about narcotics, firearm, and power. Gangs all over the world are known to be in 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 in, 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 in this quest, this never-ending quest of uh, enrichment. They are not there just to to, to follow some ideology or to kill people, they are there about, for, for money making. It's about mm -hmm. money, the transnationals who, because of our geographical location, mainly has taken advantage of our people, has done so at a financial cost. Mm -hmm. We know that when drugs move across this region, it is escorted there by arms, especially when coming out of South America. The uh, armed escorts who are, are at high seas have confrontation with, with better equipped and trained uh, security forces and uh, who try to avoid being arrested. So these people, in an effort to avoid arrest, risk and are prepared to risk their lives. They are prepared to kill because they don't see the danger coming to them. They see what they can do and how much money they can make. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it's a lot of uh, the dynamics involved in, 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 in this job, in this fight. Uh, it's so many variables, you know. When people are, uh, are used to this bloodshedding, like the, the civil wars that we've seen in, in, our, in our region and then the, the, the survivors of these civil wars are now given an opportunity to make large sums, uh, huge sums of money for simply coming to the area where they want to get maybe Mexico via Belize, via Honduras, and they have to perhaps kill people along the road. They have no problem with that. But they are not prepared to come all the way into Belize. So they use Belizeans, and, and they use our youths. Our youths, too, is an opportunity to, to make money and what it does, in effect, is create havoc in our in our in our youth and and in our in our prospect as a democratic nation. It it shifts the entire way of life. There is no more uh, there are no more uh, petty theft or, or fights going on. There's no need. We are, we are a loving people. We, we are a, a nation where we are, we are not accustomed to these sort of things. But these people are cowards who want to get rich, and, and so they take advantage of that. But the police 
must ensure that this doesn't happen. Well, here's so the thing, is though, Inspector. We... The thing, Inspector, yeah? is that the focus, I understand what you're saying, and I totally, you know, I'm not, you know, in disagreement with many of the things that you're saying, but I think oftentimes the focus is on the local population because, see, you know, you know, when you have these transnational, you know, like you rightly says, coming to a country like Belize, you know, and they, you know, you know, where it is the cartel, and you know, these are very brutal people. See, the, the, the GSU as a, as a specialized unit that 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 that's supposed to be interdiction. Because, for example, I mean, the suppression. For I, I, you know, I I have a problem with that word only because, like you said, you know, it's an oxymoron. Indeed, maybe perhaps intervention would have been, you know. I'm, I'm, you know, but the name yeah. is cosmetic. I mean, it, it still boils down to the actions of, of, of the unit. And I think that's what a lot of people in Belize tend to focus on, whether it's fairly or unfairly. They, they, they don't understand that, or, well, I don't want to say they don't understand. That's not fair. They seem not as cognizant of the fact that when, you, when you're confronting, like you said, individuals who are, have no affinity or no regard for human life and who are vicious and, you know, and, you know, and uncompromised violence is all they understand. And these are, we're talking about some of our youth. The nihilism of these young people yeah. causes us to react in a certain manner. So the GSU, you are the new, you are the new leader. What are, you, what, are, what are some of your instructions that you have to your officers when you're briefing them before you go out on a, on a mission? You know, we have uh, regular training sessions, and, uh, you know, training sessions, one of the things that we try to emphasize on is awareness. We need to be uh, ever aware and, and conscious of our surroundings at all times. We need to know that the threat out there is real. It is not an imaginary threat that we, we are faced with. So we're armed with that sort of um, awareness, we are also cognizant that we need to be firm on, on, the, on the job. We need to be especially fair. We need to be frank with people. We need to, to be professional in what we do. And uh, whereas people does have and should enjoy their rights, the constitutional rights, that is, it is also imperative that we, as the unit, impresses on people the thought that, 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 that we, will not, we will not compromise our safety because we want to guarantee your, 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 your rights. Mm -hmm. In other words, you will not take your rights and trample the police and the GSU and, and, and intimidate or try to resist because when we come to do something, we come to do that. We will do it fairly. We will not target people or individuals. We will not, we will not compromise um, our integrity by not doing what we ought to be doing. But we will also inform you in, 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 a, in a, as humane a manner that, uh, as we possibly can that, you know, when we say something, we mean it. We must be frank. We must be truthful with people. We come to search a house for drugs or firearms, we will let you know we've come to do that. You will not stop us because if it means that we have to break a door down to get in, we will get in. We will not be impeded in what we do, but we will do it professionally. 
that is all we we want to and the, the public we are asking the public's support for you because it is it is also very good if the public would understand the perils of the of the the job it is good if the people understand that all that we do is in public's interest in their own interest it is not it is not a personal thing where GSU wakes up one morning and decides we want to search Mr. X, Y, or Z house because we want to do that. We want to do that to remove whatever danger may exist therein to the benefit of all the people of Belize. And that is why we do what we do. It is done with the best interest of the public at heart at all times. And certainly... It is not a popular thing to do, and neither do we seek the popularity in doing it. It is a necessary thing, though, and that is what drives the unit, and that is what motivates the, the members of the unit. And we try to instill these values in them on a daily basis so that mm-hmm. the next time you hear of the GSU, it will not be with the sort of negative connotation that is well associated with the unit. I don't know that it is deserving. I don't know that it is warranted or necessary. All I know is that as the new head of this unit, there is, you know, a goal that I seek that is to continue to do all that we do and to do it professionally and to do it to the satisfaction of the masses of this country. Okay, so will it be fair... We will live in a safer place. That is my ambition, and that is what we instill in our offices. Okay, would it be safe to say that Belizeans are not prepared for that type of medicines, especially if it becomes the poison? And Because, you know, of course you see moral outrage by activists and human rights groups, you know. Um, so it seems to me that some Belizeans, at least, you know, and I don't want to be generalized, but a lot of our people doesn't seem to want to have a stomach for the adoption of the, you know, such hardline policy, kicking people's door, which is sometimes a necessary evil, you know, in, in your in, in your in your job in, in interdiction of crime and, and violence. Um, so this hammer and nail approach employed by the GSU, are you suggesting then that 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 will continue, but you will try to do so in a in a kinder, gentler fashion? Is is that the message that you you suggesting? You see, you see, the first. It is that the other approaches are not our undertakings. The intervention and the rehabilitation and that software approach is something that the police, the Belize Police Department has also uh, engaged themselves in to a wide and a very, very wide degree. We have a community policing unit within the department. We have a domestic violence unit within the department. We have engaged citizenry at, at that level where the patrol officers are familiar with the, the areas they patrol, they know the people, they meet and greet. There are other approaches to fighting crimes in Belize, but as for the gun suppression unit, mm-hmm. our Starters are different. I'm not saying that that is the only or that there is a hammer and nail approach or uh, a heavy hand approach to fighting crime. I'm saying this is one of the, and enforcement is just one of the the, 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 the dynamics here. We have Mm -hmm. other approaches, but 
we are, as the gang suppression unit, are not engaging those sorts of... When that doesn't work, and we have hardened criminals who the regular patrol unit may not, uh, for, for safety reasons, deal with, then that is where the gang suppression unit comes in. But it is not the only approach to fighting crime. Certainly not. It, is, it would be unfair to say that is all we're doing in fighting, in crime fighting. It is one of the three methods that are employed. And okay. So that was a positive approach, you're right. And look, listen, in all, fairness, in all fairness, Inspector, every unit, every, every police department has specialized units. You know, I mean, like we said, SWAT, you know, like, for example, the LHPD have SWAT gang intervention, you know. So it's not like, the, you know, the GSU is just sticking some, that just sticking out that, you know, that, you know, at least me, not me. I'm not yeah. picking on it because I understand the nature of uh, criminality and the need for, for, you know, for, you know, to address, to address criminality. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be anarchy. I mean, there's, let's be clear on that. I'm not, you know, no, I'm, you yeah. know, I'm just here to, to question you, you know, uh, uh, Honestly yeah, and intelligently, because I don't want, I'm not here bashing nothing. I mean, let, I'm not trying, and no, you don't no, have to justify anything. I'm grateful for that kind of approach because, you know, we are interacting and we are understanding, and I'm hearing you, and, and I think it, it represents a lot of people's thinking and, and, and thoughts, the frame of mind, a lot of people. You, know, you get a better understanding from, from, from a conversation than you would from a lecture or from a, you know, debate or disagreement. I'm, I'm learning as, as I'm talking to you. I'm learning some things I'm learning too. I'm learning the way people actually view and, and, and that, that, that the fact that we have not educated our people sufficiently about our purpose and, and that sort of thing. And I think while talking to you, it is in my, I'm envisioning now, you know, Entertaining people, making people aware, empowering people by by way of information as to the the purpose and the functions of the unit. Also, about its successes, because all we're hearing are the negatives, and and we haven't heard the successes of the unit and the the, the justification for the existence of the unit. Because when when we have maybe 50,000 children across the, the nation going the school and coming home without uh, any incident, and we have all the business establishments opening for the day, and uh, we have this robust uh, economic activities, and we we have a day when there is no fighting and there is no killing. Those are successes that cannot be measured. These are the intangible benefits that we get from policing, you know. Mm-hmm. What did mm-hmm. we do when these things happen? And why is it that it is never mentioned? Why is it that because we are a bloodthirsting kind of people now, that how we want to hear is bad news and somebody being killed, we haven't looked back and reflected on those days when everything was well, even for ourselves, and, and say, well, you know, something went right. Somebody did something right. Or, you know, maybe the police patrol in that area was prevented a crime. Maybe, you know, it was the GSU's patrol in that area, the search, or the discovery from the GSU that slowed the things down. I don't know that that is so. What I'm saying, we have never, ever taken a look back at those things and those days with any notice at all. It is, you know, well, that is what you expected to do. Yes, we expected to do that, right? But in doing it sometimes, 
it may come to, to, to the offense of somebody, and then it is amplified by way of especially news coverage. And you know, we we can't go on. Well, 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 but, but here's the thing, though. I mean, I think, uh, and I want to, you know, let's. You know, the, the GSU, as I understand it, you know, based on what you're explaining to us, is that the GSU is not tasked with public relations per se. The GSU is a specialized unit that's called in for intervention when they have actionable intelligence about whether you know criminality in a particular area. So the other the other aspect of the police police department that has reach out units that has uh, coordination with the community, business, church, civic groups. They are doing the job of trying to soften the image of the police department and build a relationship with the community. So if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you are arguing that the GSU militarization is a necessity, yes? I'm saying that the paramilitarization mm-hmm. is extremely necessary. Mm-hmm. All right. The, the changing times has, times has dictated it's not something that we would have wanted to do. This is the state of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, our, our, our mere geographical location and uh, our life has been shifted. It has changed. And certainly in a changing time, there must be changing methods. And GSU is, 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 a, is a birth of, of those changing times, yes. It is necessary and extremely necessary. Okay, all right. Um, you know, coming back to the nature of these gangs, you said, okay, um, based on your data, 13 known groups, maybe about 100 members that are not that are loosely, not with no kind of organized structure per se. Um, is this just in Belize City itself, or is this across the country? This is across the country. Across, so across the country. Areas in San Ignacio, PG. Uh, Dangriga, Corazal, they all have semblance of these uh, well, I don't know, uh, gang I don't activity. Know that all the, no, we don't know that all the districts have gangs. Mm-hmm. We know that we have seen, uh, uh, like in Orange Walk, uh, specifically, um, over the recent months, I think like two months ago, when Mr. Cervantes was abducted and later executed. It was done by a person who was a deportee who had followers, and uh, and this is a level of our gang situation in Belize for the most part, where some gruesome act is perpetuated either as a statement or as as a way of proving leadership. I don't know or membership. I don't even understand because they are not organized it's not they are not as organized as they want people to believe. They mm-hmm. perpetuate organized crime because they come together, they plan it, they they, they organize themselves and they, they do that but they are not an organized group with followership follow following and membership and that sort of thing and and views and objectives and mission and vision. They don't have that sort of structure. Mm-hmm. They don't have, I don't know that they have rules among themselves, you know, and that is why the gang suppression unit is called to disrupt them at that level, get disruptive with them and, and disorganize them further. Because they're already, to some large degree, disorganized. They, so you're calling to even uh, get it, you know, 
modus organized. We're not splintering, and we are not aiming to splinter or to cause uh, some implosion and then more problems. What we want mm-hmm. to do is to get in there and let them know that this is not going to happen and it's not going to be tolerated in any shape or form. So, mm-hmm. No, I mean, it, it, see, the thing about it, it is, is with, with the GSU and you being the new head, and I know this, you know, you know. I, I'm always, I, my, my thing is this. I, I have always been. Some people say biased to law enforcement, then, because I have a lot of law enforcement friends here in the states, and in Belize too. But you know, a lot of friends, and, and I understand it's a very difficult job. I understand it's a tough job. I understand. I wouldn't want to do it because I, you know, it, it, you know, you, you know, how would you like to show up every time there's some, there's fire? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's not an easy job yeah. to do. I'm using it as a metaphor, but, but at the same time. I hear those who say we live in a constitutional democracy and, you know, and there are certain rights that must be respected. No. When your officers are out, let's say they get actionable intelligence that says there is somebody with a submachine gun in, a, in, a, in an apartment or in a house or in a, a particular neighborhood. Now, when they go in there, obviously, they, you know, they have this intelligence, and they're not going to go in there not knocking on doors. They're going to kick the door in, and rightly so. But I don't see how you could do a job like that with <laughs> with any kind of, uh, you know, with any kind of, um, without violating anything because of the nature of what you, you're addressing. Would you agree with that? It is a justification in in what we do. It is justifying our, what our work charters are. And if there are legal justifications for it, then of course it's no problem. I have no problem doing that. They, I know that um, policing is one of the most ungrateful jobs there is. There's never anybody who says thanks to the police unless they themselves are a victim of something and the police never help them. Otherwise, than that, we don't. We are used to not being thanked for what we do, and that is just the way it is. And the most ingratitude. It's paid to police, right? But it is what we are called to do. We, we, we can't be looking out for, 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 for pats on the shoulder. And, and, and we don't have time to stop and, and wait for that. So it may be a good thing that we are not even uh, recognized or, 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 or thanked on a daily basis. Maybe it's a good thing. But okay. I want to tell my audience right? that we look. Is it right? Is it right? The question is, is it right? to do right by all manner of people, even at the expense of infringing on some of their rights? Is it right? That's you know, we need to ask these questions. Is it mm-hmm. right for us to do right to all manner of people by way mm-hmm. of infringing on somebody's constitutional rights? If it means That's that a very, have to very, very, very damning question there. I mean, it's a yes. very complex question. And this is what we... Yes, because this is basically the policing, you know. We have to do right to everybody at the expense of somebody's constitutional rights. Now you have a constitutional right, but it don't give you the right to infringe on anybody else's constitutional right. So the police has got to, where the equilibrium is, is concerned, strike that balance, you know, mm-hmm. and, and come in and ensure that you don't infringe on anybody else's rights. Because we have a right to freedom, but it doesn't mean that we don't go to prison. If we if we violate our rights and we give up our rights, is it by way of giving up your rights that the police infringes on, on your rights? Is that an infringement? If you are doing something wrong and the police have to come in and break your door down, 
you have given up your right. You have foregone your rights already. But what we do, we look at, well, that person has a right, and he, he had a right even before the police. You don't have no right to infringe on anybody else's right. All right? The police are a servant of the people, but they are the only servants who are legally authorized to deprive their masters of their rights. You see? Mm-hmm. And we need to understand this. Once it is justified and justified by law, all right, then your rights can be taken away, man. It is not always that you have this inalienable right that, that nobody could take away. Yes, your rights, you can give up your rights by doing the wrong thing. All right? So you have your rights, and we have a right to ensure that your rights are protected, but we also have a right to protect other people's rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You know what? Um, let me, let me, you're listening to uh, Inspector Mark Anthony Flowers live from Belize City. And he has, this gentleman, he's a very busy gentleman, but he has agreed to come on this morning to share with us his vision, his thoughts on public public safety in, 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 in the country of Belize. And I'm grateful that he agreed to come on because he could have said, nah, but this is a gentleman who's interested in dialogue, he's interested in, and it's not public relations. He's honestly trying to tell us, I don't, because you know, listening to you, you, you know, and whether you agree with him or not, this is making sense, you know. And now I have a different understanding, and I'm looking at it in a, in a manner where, you know, I'm, I'm more appreciative of, appreciative of some of the things that he's trying to do to ensure that Belizeans are safe and that Belizeans feel comfortable when they go into the public spaces. Inspector, let's uh, take a little break. Two or three minutes to catch your breath, and then we're going to come back. And you, can you do you have time for a, 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 a one more segment? Um, well, Hubert today is the carnival, and uh, we are just about getting set to go out there and to police this event. You know, it is mm-hmm. very. Uh, do you, okay, you have time for me. Okay, maybe another yeah. forty-five minutes or so. Of, you know, maybe another half an hour then. Maybe half an hour because they're starting at one and I. Really okay, well, we won't take a break. Let's uh, let's, get, let's continue because there's certain things I want to. I know you. Uh, okay, let's get let's 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 and I and I I want to focus on this only because it, you know it was you know it was, and I don't want to be like you know the media that jump on things for the sake of jumping. But let's 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 focus on the on the fact that when 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 you when when politicians and I'm not going to call any names just in general when politicians attack your unit or attack. The fact that the unit must be disbanded, and you know, and this unit must be. What? What? What's your? What's your? What is your? Uh, um, uh, you know, response to, to someone who says, "Hey, man, this unit is it needs to be disbanded because it's, it's not doing the job that that is that that is supposed to be doing." What's your response to them? <laughs> uh, I, I I don't want to rehash this. Consciously. Yes, I, I I I know of what you speak. And I don't. And I, 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 I want to be fair to you because I don't want to get you to to have to defend anything or rehash. Yes, I, I really. Yeah, that is, uh, it was, it, because of what has happened already, and uh, what I've said, what was said, and what I've said. I I would rather you know leave it at that, and certainly right, let's move on. You know, no problem. 
engaging in a back and forth. Yeah, I, I mean, all right, yeah, okay, all right. I don't want you to get into any controversial thing because I see you as a yeah. as a peace officer who is tasked with 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 with, with um with with policing. You know, with heading a unit that 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 that, that you know that that's involved in some of the most vicious criminals in our you know in our society in addressing that need. So I don't want to you know I don't want to you know you know to rehash anything. I just brought it up only because. I was I, I felt yes. that, that I you know that since it was out there you I understand know and I appreciate uh, I appreciate your understanding it's, it's not that hey, I don't just look for no fight or anything you know? I just mm-hmm. would rather that mm-hmm. you know people understand what it is we do and why we do what we do and how we do what we do and what we want to do and we we are asking for people's uh, consent you know policing by consensus we we say listen you know we want to satisfy your 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 policing needs, but we want to, to know that you are also participating because the public and the police are one. We we are the public and the public are the police. So, you know, we, we come from that. We come from this society. We, we don't have anywhere to go. We are from here and here we will remain. I mean, in terms of police and public, you know. We are yeah, well, we are from each other. It's your uncle, your cousin, your, your sister, your aunt. I mean, the police yeah. is not no... I mean, exactly. I... I, I I think what happens sometimes, you know, you know, the the public, and this is everywhere. Not even, even, you know, in, in other, you know, civilized. I'm sorry, in other um, developed countries where they, you know, the, the police is sometimes viewed as the occupied army, you know, and, you know, and sometimes yeah. some of it is self-inflicted. Let's let's be honest. There are bad cops, you know. Yeah. You know, there are bad cops. What are you? What are you? What what what's the message to your officers that in terms of the, if you if you let's say for example when they draw their firearm. I mean, I know you have a use of force policy, but is you know, what's 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 yeah. the use of deadly force policy as it relates to your officers when they have to engage in firearm with the public? Well, for the for the gun suppression unit it is the same as the military. You you only fire when you are in danger, when you are in imminent danger. And uh, or all your colleagues you, you, you must defend each other at all times. It is standard operational practice. Your first mission is defend yourself and your colleague. Mm-hmm. And uh, once once we understand this, it doesn't empower us to go out and, and to kill. It doesn't give us a license to kill people. But it certainly is expected that we will, at all costs, return from every mission and every last man must return. Okay. And with that kind of and the frame of mind, you know, we look for justification in the use of any force, not only in the use of firearms, but any force used must be justified. You know, somebody push you, you have a right to push him back. You cannot but use force. But we specifically of use of deadly force, justifiable use of deadly force, you know. Yes. Because, for example, um, let's say you... Deadly force you preservation of life justifies the use of deadly force. One mm-hmm. to, to save yours or anybody else's life, your use of force to the extent that killing is justified immediately. Mm-hmm. All right. Of course, there must be investigation to satisfy those justifications, but I am saying that it is justified. If you are saving somebody's life, and, or, 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 or in the case of an arson, somebody trying to burn down somebody's house, you could use force up to the extent of killing. And uh, we run through justification and the use of force and harm on a, on a weaker basis. We try to... You know, I have started that we, we, we understand that, you know, we, we must understand this is our best arm that we carry, the knowledge of when to use our arms. 
So, you know, when when we have conformed to all of these practices, we will have an even more efficient unit. So, yes, we look at justification every day because the chances of our having to use them are always you guys in use, constant. Okay, when you okay. Let me ask you, when you go to, like, a, you know, like I said, to a location, to you know, an action of intelligence, do you use a warrant or you have no... What kind of warrants? Is it warrants or no-knock warrants? What exactly um, in terms of... Because we talk about constitutional things here, warrants, you know. Um, yes, uh, if, 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 if there is a need for a warrant, then we have a, a warrant that must be backed by, by the, the, the executing officer and it must be authorized by a justice of the peace. That is, if there is a need for one. The existing laws that the existing laws right now uh, has forgone the need for warrants where drugs and firearms are concerned, and mm-hmm. because of the exigencies in, in in those kind of searches, you could understand why a warrant would would inhibit how fast and and and, and how successful you are, mm-hmm. and because of the the, the, the dangers of firearms, the, the firearms are meant for killing. And uh, mm-hmm. we are charged with preservation of life. So there is a correlation right there that tells you that the quickest action is always mandatory. So you don't need no warrant for firearms. All right? if you, you don't need no permission to save nobody's life. So mm-hmm. we don't need a warrant for firearms. Okay, so, so, so based on that, you know, I, that, that, that makes sense. So, so the GSU is saying that the GSU, yeah. you know, today is like a very important day. Are you are you involved in routine patrol, or what? Are you backing up the, the uniform police? What exactly is your, your function going to be on a day like this? Yeah, I said that you know we have our own intelligence and we analyze our, our own information gathering system. We analyze those information and we act on them. There are three mm-hmm. sections of the unit. You have the operational, the intelligence section, and the analytical section. All right. um, our people are, are selected. As you know, the, the members of the unit are selected. They are the, considered the cream of the cream. Mm-hmm. So these are the better educationally qualified people. They are vetted before coming to the unit. They undergo regular tests, polygraphy. They are committed. They are trained. They are determined, dedicated, and they're considered among the most. So the elite, the elite of the police police department. Yes, they, yeah, they are. They are. In fact, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, what? What do you, you have? Don't want to, what kind of safeguards do you yeah. have to prevent abuse? Or what your instruction to them? Or what safeguards they should take? Because I know you had, uh, you know, you had, you you're concerned about brutality. I read that somewhere when you in an interview. Yeah. So what safeguards are you taking in in that regard? Considered brutality? No, no. You know, you said you're concerned about I, brutality. I, so, so what safeguards have you? Yes, you, your, your officers are you know yes, taking to. Yes, we are doing this regular training, informing, educating, and empowering of our people with the knowledge that threat news must be justified, that we are not above the law. We, we make people aware of what it is that they have to do and how to do it, and uh, 
perception. You know, we want to change the perception. And the way to do that is to keep our people in, in line to, to take corrective actions when there has been a breach and, and to do it in such a way that it is not only done, but it is seen to be done. And certainly because of the close-knitted uh, style of the unit and the, the, the organizational culture, you would hate to see your brother go down. So it is that, you know, you're taught the principles of being your brother's keeper. So we do keep close check on each other and ensure now that we don't ever go back to the, the days when I don't say that they were doing anything wrong, but maybe they were not doing it uh, with the, the level of accountability. So there's more transparency now in what we do and how we do it. But it doesn't mean either that we are softening up on crime fighting, forming to the proper procedures, and that we will do it unceasingly until that day when we shall either resign, retire, or get fired from this department. <laughs> okay, well, time, well, let's hope, you know, Dede, I mean, you know, I mean, okay, you, when you talk about roles, has that role changed? Because, you know, let's say, I know the, the, the mission of the police, the, the, the uniform police is to protect and serve, right? But you think that, yeah. um, that, that, that even that has changed to the point where it's more of a defensive military approach to engage? Because even, you know, local policemen know, you know, uh, you know, when in, in regular constable on the street, uh, you know, when you see them patrolling with the BDF or what, and 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 and, and the military, is there a role change with 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 our police department that from that tradition of role of just yes we have community policing yes we have engagement with the with the community but has is there is this is there a subtle role change that we're witnessing? Well, certainly as as time changes, so does the role of the police. You will, you will recall that recently in the news at a, at a Vita checkpoint, I think it was, you know, this blatant disrespect on one of our female officers is alleged to have occurred, and it concerns every member of the organization. Now, is this being... Uh, I mean, is this an indicator of the ever-changing times? Is it that maybe people are believing and, and, and buying into the hype that you could disrespect the police? I don't know. I don't know. But if that is so, it just proves how dangerous this job is, this line of work is, where a female officer who certainly has to do policing at, at one of the checkpoints is now it's no longer safety. We have to look at at the safety of these officers now from a very even more I don't know serious standpoint. You know, maybe around you saying that the, the, the officer safety is compromised even at the checkpoint because people have a disrespect for them or what? I mean, what, what what's causing you know in your estimation what is causing okay. on a daily basis? Yeah, on a daily basis. You know what we don't realize is that. When something, every, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. To every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And if you, on your radio talk show, would say, oh, 
the police were very, uh, without even having any facts, and you get out there and you start with this propaganda because there is this sustained propaganda going on in Belize where people are, well, the, the next one, the police and be on the and without any knowledge, without any information, any confirmation, you do this. What you do is you rile up the people, and at the end of the day, the people will believe that they have your support, even if you can't do anything for them, but they will say, I'm not the only one, and there are lots of us who feel this way. There are many of us who feel this way. It might be five people, you know. Five persons may have said that, but that would be enough when it is broadcasted in, in the way it is in belief. So have people riled up enough to think that they can disrespect the police and, and, and then go further and further. And every day it's getting worse. Every day it's always getting worse because people seem to sit back and have, have well, I don't know how contented they are with themselves, if it's about making money at the expense of national security, I really don't know. But do you think, okay? You know, do you think that the police role? I mean, you keep hinting at this, and I and I want to, you know, you keep hinting at it subtly that there's there are forces out there that's trying to abrogate the police role. The, I'm sorry, the police police department role in, in in particular, in general, the police department, but in particular the GSU, and that, that as if though they're trying yeah. to suggest to criminals. Or encourage criminality, whether by whether whether, yes. whether deliberately or in ignorance. Is that is that you actually believe that that there are forces that are trying to undermine law enforcement like that in that in that country? Yes, it, that's how it seems to me. That's a very serious thing that needs to be checked out. If that is so, you know, for whatever reason, it needs to stop. It needs to stop because it's not healthy. It's not good. All right. You know, in the U.S. of A, when you go to one of the airports, you may not even be a United States citizen, but you are compelled to feel pride and, and you must feel proud of the United States Army. All right. Because they are given preference. All U.S. Um, serving members, uniform members are, are, are traveling today. You could come to the front. When the Los Angeles Police Department in 911 did such an exemplary job, they were recognized. The fire department was recognized. In Belize, they are always eagerly waiting for this seeming humiliation of police. They always want to, and, and that is entertaining. That is, you know, it is more entertaining to them than it is. I don't even know if they are conscious of what they're doing. But they've mm. never, ever, ever said one kind thing about the police in its almost 200 years' existence, as far as I know. But I'm saying that you don't have to, but you don't either have to be promulgating this sort of uh, division with the police and the public. You know, it is dangerous. That's all I'm saying to people. They need to understand that. There are dangers. There are dangers. You don't do that. You don't do that. Because when the bad man comes to your door, shoot your door, or shoot your family members, you will call the very police who you try to humiliate, you know. Will the delivery of service be the same? I pray to God it will. I pray to God it will be higher. But 
everybody thinks differently. You know, you don't do that, man. Just to do it in the cheek and to have fun and to at the expense of of the, of the law enforcement family and the community. Do that. You don't. You don't do it. And okay, let me ask you very, this. Very this particular um, law. Wait, that, 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 that. This one particular law. I have to bring this up because this is this this take a weed thing where you know the police. I I mean, what's your take on as, as a as a member of this elite force? Of course, you can't turn your back to the law, but like if you can even a stick of weed. You know, you're into, what's your position on that particular law? Or do you, I, are I you there not coming? If you, do you, okay, do you find some laws as, as irrational or unreasonable, or you just, you, just, you just essentially enforce laws that, 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 they, that, that the government you know, I will tell put you, on the books? I will, tell you this, I will tell you this much, and, 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 and I, would, I wouldn't want to elaborate on this, but GSU have no record, absolutely none. For any arrest of a stick of weed, all right? We have never, ever, never. I don't know that we have found anybody, but we are large quantities of drugs, all right? Mm-hmm. We are patrolling policemen who is on the street tapping and searching uh, in search of a stick of drugs. We, I, I know that they have a job to do. That is the law, and I expect them to, to, to satisfy the dictates of the laws. When the legislators find or see the need to change or amend that, they can. In the absence of that, the police have no authority to turn a blind eye to anything because that could be conceived or, or perceived as, as being corrupt. We don't know why you will give somebody a break when you are not the magistrate. You don't have that jurisdiction. You don't have the authority. As, 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 Petty as it may seem, that is the law. Those are the laws of this country. All right? We can't change it. We don't have the authority to change it. We don't have the authority oh, yeah. to well, I mean, but there's the also the, the spirit of the law. Well, no, no, there's also the spirit of the law and the actual, you know, interpretation of the law, which is a separate matter. But in any, any event, what is the conviction rate of, of the GSU arrest? I mean, do you have data on, you know, you know, you know like, you know, because, I, 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 again, I saw an interview where you said that, you know, that you have had success in, in, in conviction work, because you know the conviction rate overall is less than 3%, you know, you know, criminals in that country get convicted. So what is, what, 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 if the GSU is this vital unit, what data do you have to show that, look, this unit is making a noticeable difference in public safety? What kind of conviction rates do you have? Or do you have a, I, I, I know it's only been a month, but I'm sure you could, you know, find yeah. something what, there. What I've found with the unit is that they don't, they perhaps should be saying it, but they haven't said it, that the GSU has been commended by the prosecution's office mm-hmm. for being the unit with the best prepared case files in, in the least time. They, they, they take the least time to prepare a case file, and they've had very good success rate at the, at the court's um, throughout its existence. This Do you have any examples well, of a particular case that we can cite? Um, I don't have readily available because I didn't know we were going to discuss this aspect, but I'm saying that the, the GSU has very, very good success rate in the court and uh, <laughs> to the extent that they have been commended by the prosecution's office. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it is that because I understand the two things. If you arrest somebody, then prepare a case file now. You don't need to go back and think and wait. The patrolling officers, they have a lot more to do. So it takes a little more time for them to prepare the case file. Because you know, they arrest somebody, they have to then arrest that person, charge him, then get back on the street and patrol. Mm-hmm. Then when they're through, you know, then they get their day off, they probably go off. But they have a time frame in which to complete their case files. We, because we have this philosophy that you don't leave anybody behind, then you wait until that man is through with his case file, and then everybody leaves together. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the success rate in terms of um, the GSU and the arresting of one stick of weed is not at all associated, cannot be associated with the GSU. And the GSU, okay, so that's, what, that's an unfair characterization yeah. to suggest that we the GSU yeah, arrest people for a stick of weed. That is not true. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is not true. Okay. Because you and, said that the U.S. And neither do, neither, neither, neither does the GSU go around in any vehicle bearing any foreign country's insignia or flag. All right? The GSU operates in unmarked police vehicles, all. Mm-hmm. All our vehicles are unmarked. There are none. None. Absolutely none. Not even one. That has a government plate or says, United States in any way, in any shape, or in any form. So there's right? no so emblem, there's no insignia, these, no emblem I, I, for no I, foreign, foreign I country, country on it. Those, yeah, I, I, I consider mm-hmm. those kind of statements mischievous, mm-hmm. right, with, with ulterior motives, you know. So I just want to clear that, 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 that aspect of what was said from that ago. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, the thing about it with the GSU also so is like, and like I said, it's a controversial unit, but see, no one has really, and I'm glad that you are brave enough, you know, and I use the word brave because, you know, and astute enough to come and, you know, set some records straight because oftentimes miseducation, misinformation, and leads to misperception. So, and I don't want, you know, I might, yes. one of the reasons why I brought you is I want to find out from this guy, you know, what exactly is, you know, the nature of this, this, this unit that I've been reading about in the, in the media, you know, this is GSU, and I, I have been, I'll be honest, I, I have criticized it, I'm not going to, you know, my part in it. It could have been based on ignorance, it could have been based on the fact that I didn't have enough information, but yes, I was one of a fierce critic as well, but in talking to the commanding officer, I now have a more realistic understanding of what this unit is all about. And one of the things that I, that, 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 that I wanted to touch on very briefly is you said there's three aspects, three arms, if you will, of the GSU. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. An enforcement unit, uh, an analytical unit, and uh, one that's, um, what's the next one? Um, intelligence, intelligence analysis, gathering. and operation. Oh, yes. Indeed. All right, see, all, right. see, all those things, I did not, I, you know, I, 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 I pledge my ignorance. I did not know that the, 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 the GSU has these different branches to it, you know, so it can be effective in its policing. Um, so would you say then, and because there are some who are saying, well, the GSU is not professional, the, that the GSU is at least strives to be a very highly professional unit in terms of the intelligence gathering, in terms of when they present their case in court, it's airtight so they can get conviction rates, and, and, and you know, so the GSU, in your estimation, is is a unit that 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 that's an integral part of the police department and should stay as an integral I part would, of that department. Without the slightest, 
without the slightest degree of doubt. In no uncertain way, that is what I'm saying. It is because of the appreciation for what they do, you know, and it is because of the focus and the mission and the vision and the charter of this unit that it should continue to exist indefinitely. It should be one of the features of the Belize Police Department when it is referred to and spoken about. The GSU is vertebrae, if you will, of the department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're in, I know, again, you and I've watched you in the media, how you handle yourself and everything. Are there any of the members, will you, and I, you sound like you will, but I'm asking you right now, on the record, will you deal with any GSU member that compromises the vision that you have in terms of uh, brutality against the public or doing something that, that conduct on becoming, you, 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 how, what would be your action in this? I will, I'll put it this way, Hubert. I will sacrifice for this unit. Mm-hmm. I will sacrifice my own integrity, my own, my own uh, service as a service. And I am willing to be victimized for the benefit of this unit if I have to. But I am not willing to do it at any of the members' expense. They will not, will not operate outside those guidelines that we have set in place. They will conform and continue to conform to the direction in which we are going. And they will do so with the same vigor with the same zest and with the same zeal that they have done over the last. Mm-hmm. We will not, we will not, we're not going to hide any action position. of the members and if, they, not, if they do something that's... I will that, not that's... do that. I'm not willing to do that. Mm-hmm. I am willing to say, uh, for anybody to say, well, Master was going when such a time or if such a time ever comes. Mm-hmm. I am willing. Mm-hmm. I, I have nothing to, to, to fight for other than to fight for the decrease in crime in this country. They can say what they want about Mark Flowers, but don't mess with the unit. Do not mm. mess with that unit. Right? The representative the kind of criticism of the unit. Okay. You know, um, yeah. in, terms of, in terms of public relations, I noticed you didn't say anything about public relations. Do, do you think one is necessary or that's not needed for, for, that, for this particular unit? Well, we have a, there is a public relations unit in the department. Mm-hmm. I have my in own way of doing my thing and mm-hmm. in the police department. What I what I do is I meet and greet people because I it had nothing is changed with me. Right? And I expect the unit and the unit members to be doing what I'm doing. But of course I go there and I talk to people, I listen to people's concerns, their commendations, their comments, their remarks, their a whole lot of interaction with the public and from a public relations standpoint, I think that would suffice for the unit. I'm not asking and I don't want to see the unit changing that approach that they now have. We have minimal interaction with the members of the public, and that is for obvious reasons. The minute you start to see the GSU sitting here and talking there, and then <laughs> you start to ask questions, all right? And it is all time. Remember, perception 
is 90% of our problem. Right? Well, you know, but the thing you know about this is the problem. perception sometimes drives reality. It's unfair or not, you know, I mean, and that seems yes. to be the case with yes. human be human nature, you know, I mean, uh, that's a psychological yes. thing. I mean, there's nothing, you know, we, you know, you see this we can only try to work around this that. This is overbearing. It becomes overbearing on even on the officers because they don't live a normal lifestyle. They don't have that luxury anymore of open association with maybe family members or friends. They are now confined to their work and home. Right? Because so they have to have a specialized... And in belief, believe me, they don't see the benefit and they don't see the need. As far as they are concerned, you're GSU, so you're not supposed to talk to nobody. So they sequestered, well, they sequestered from the society and they're trying to police. Yeah, I, I don't care sense. what they say. Mm-hmm. Just don't mess with the unit. And, uh, you know, if you want to attack anybody, attack me. I am the head of the unit. Attack me. You're the face of the unit you know? at this point. Okay, all right. Unit alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask you, in terms of the unit, um, I, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I, I'm not, and this is, you know, you know, bear with me here because I'm not, I want to be fair. You know how they have, you know, in Central America, you know, you know, in general way, I remember back in the, you know, the history, of the, you know, the violence of Guatemala, Salvador, and those countries, Nicaragua, you know, where they had these specialized units, military units, not not police, military, not not even paramilitary, fully militarized units that used to show up with. Um, what's the when your officers go to a to a scene? Do they have to wear these masks, or what's the, what's the use of the mask? I know it's to protect identity, but what's well, the real message? Some, sometimes um, the, 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 the functions of the unit are such that sometimes when we go out, this is all over the world, and more so in, 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 in the Central American region indeed. Sometimes we go out and we go in a particular neighborhood for a particular reason. And it would be best if our officers' faces are not exposed because you will notice on the media they zoom in on the officers as if to endanger them and we may know who they are. Mm-hmm. But why why do you want to do it? Why would you want to do this? Why what good or what purpose does that serve? And I've said to them that here and after, you know, the unit will continue to operate at that high of pain level and we will take whatever precautions we need to take for our own safety. And and there is no there's no problem with doing that. In fact there are provisions that so yes, they will do it, they will use it. Well, you you, know, you said to leave the unit alone, but I mean, I don't think I know what you're saying. Leave the unit alone, in, but explain that because I'm going to say in terms of in terms of in terms of this in terms of this constant and ceasing attack on the integrity of the unit. The unit is doing what the unit should be doing, and they're doing well. The unit has been redirected, and they are going to do even better. Don't distract the officers from what they need to do. It is for your own interest, in your own interest, in, your, in the interest of all of the deeds that we continue to operate the way we are operating without the, 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 the unnecessary destruction. All right? there, there, is, there will be no need for any complaints of any excessive use of force. 
And outside of that, there are things that we can't very well discuss. Some, some operations are sensitive. Some are ultra-sensitive. So if I criticize the unit, I mean, just for argument's sake. I mean, if I know, criticize the unit as a, as a I, citizen. I, don't, I, don't, I would rather that you criticize me. Okay, all right. I am the head of the unit. Criticize, criticize the me. head, not the unit itself. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's the message. Yeah. Criticize me because if there are any changes to be made, you know, if there are any changes to be made and I don't make them and I don't see that they are in, in place, then it's my fault. It's not their fault. They are the, they are the workers. I mean, and I am I'm prepared to take responsibilities for their every action from here on. But don't hold me accountable for things I do not about. It's just not fair. Mm-hmm. Something. Right? And if I, I don't have much, but I have my words. And if I say that we are going to be a better police unit, then it is we are going to be a better police unit. What is the narrative you want to tell? Because I'm I'm in the states, obviously, you know, in California, you're in Belize, you know, you know, the diaspora, people like myself who who you know who love Belize, who knows what's going on in that country 24/7, who is on top of stuff. What's the message you want to tell us out here? Because you know, we read the newspaper, we you know, we see the you know, I watch the news on TV uh, on my computer and that sort of thing. So we, we we're not we're not we're not disengaged from what's happening in that country. We are very much informed. Yes. In, in 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 some cases, even more informed. What's the message you want to tell us? If we visit, if we're going to go down there, about the GSU in relation to the diaspora. What I want to say to all Belizeans living away from Belize right now and who wants to visit and have this fear factor inhibiting their visit is have no fear. Your GSU unit is here and we will be here and we will ensure that you come to a safe place your home, and that we will keep your home safe in your absence to the extent that you should be able to return to invest even and to come back as often as you desire because this is your home and we will be your home's keeper until you come back and you will join us in helping us and aiding in that securing of our homeland. This is our home. And, and we love it as much as you, and we want to see as safe and even more so because this is our calling. This is what we have elected and selected to do in our life. We want to be officers who keep the peace. So we have no fear to come home. So the so the so the GSU should you know, the way it's currently caricature as um as you know this you know jackbooted thugs who who uh, defile the con- who routinely defile the con- the constitution who routinely uh, um, you know, disregard, you know, the people that they police. Um, that's not the image that you want to, like, that's like, not the image. And that's not what we want. We don't even want to be associated with those images anymore, with that perception anymore. We want to come across as the professional elite unit that we ought to be, and we want to continue to do what we do with as, you know, as, best way and manner and fashion as we can and we are committed to do that so this is my commitment to you that we will do that and a little bit more to keep you safe mm-hmm. um so the, the the gsu as you as you as you know it 
no, the new head. This is Mark Anthony Flowers, Inspector Mark Anthony Flowers I'm talking to for my listeners out there. Um, he's only been installed as the head of the GSU um, um, for about a month now. So I think April. And you know, when he came in, if you were watching the news, you know, he, you know, people said some of the comments he made were controversial because he was defending the unit. But I understand now you you saying this in defense of your unit. You know, what I mean, so I you know I could I could relate to that. And I'm not going to get into that because I really wanted to find out about public safety and law enforcement. I didn't want to get into the political nature of whatever comments you made or whatever, or, or you know how it was perceived or how you know what you know to, against whom. Because I, I think that um, one of my, my 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 task was to bring information to to my listeners so they can make an objective an objective uh, uh, decision as to whether or not they believe that the GSU is a unit. That is an integral, as you put it, the vertebrae of the Belize Police Department, and it's a necessary component of um, fighting criminality in that country. And that's very important that I say that because, um, you know, you know, like I said, all police uh, law enforcement agencies that I know of in my study of law enforcement agencies have specialized units. They have units that are tasked with doing um, that are tasked with doing the work that the the, the uniformed police otherwise could not do so you know so the units yeah. such as the gsu is not new we've had dragon unit of tactical they're always a part of the police department maybe perhaps the gsu exactly. is a little more controversial but it's it's always been part of this so let's be fair about that you know I, as a kid i remember tactical you know i, I remember the dragon yeah. unit so you know, they, there's always going to be specialized units in a, in a police department it's an integral part let's be clear I on served, that i served in the dragon unit i've served in the dragon i was the deputy commander of the dragon unit so we understand the the, the, the tactical aspect of, of policing. It's always necessary. It's always always has been necessary, and it will always be necessary. You know, you can't ask the, the the patrolling officers to go in the jungle and to to to, to assist the BDF along the borderlands when there is a need for police. You can't ask the regular uh, patrolling officers to, to 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 go on for 26 hours at a time maybe three times a week, because it's not unfair to them. They have to be out there walking, uh, and they don't have the time to to, to devote to, to a particular kind of crime and, 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 and social breakdown. They don't have that luxury. Yeah, we are asked to do one thing in particular, pay emphasis to this particular type of crime. And, and so... You know, there is well, let me ask you, though, do you see the way it's... I don't mean to cut you over, um, Inspector, but the way you see the, the GSU as, con- as, as constant, as, 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 um, as, as it's constantly constituted, I mean, it's formed, do you believe that if you were, what, care, do, are you happy with the way it's presently formed? Is there any changes that you want, that if you were to, they give you the power, say, what, okay, Inspector Ford, what kind of changes do you want to see to bring this unit into the kind of conformity and the vision that you, you, you're trying to explain to us today, that you are explaining to us today, what are, um, you know, I, I guess I want to make it, let me, let me, I don't want to make it into a complex question, but in a sense what I'm asking what you I is. Immediately, mm-hmm? What I would do immediately, mm-hmm. I said what I would do immediately, mm-hmm. would ask for an additional maybe 100 people and to send and to have operating all of them at the same time to expand the unit by at least 100 men. Mm-hmm. That would be the first thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. And to offer 
educational incentives to all the officers. What's the size of your what's the size of, what's the size of your unit right at now? At a minimum. What the the size of the unit? Mm-hmm. How many personnel uh, you have? Very small, but um, well, we don't usually divulge. I we don't usually divulge the, the numbers. All right, I understand. It's a relatively yeah. small unit. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a relatively small unit, and but effective, small but effective. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people would argue that 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 expanding the unit may not be a wise thing in terms of control. I would think that if we had the kinds of leadership that we now have, we could control at a at a at a larger scale. But you know, I would want to see everybody qualified with a minimum of perhaps a a paralegal certificate. Those are some of the things that if I could have changed, I would have changed, and I would change it if I had the opportunity. So you would yeah. want to, you want a more a more educated a more educated personnel. Number one, you want to expand it. I understand that. So with at least a minimum of a say a junior college degree or a junior college education. No, not not any degree. A no, you got me to, well, at least a minimum of yeah. maybe say went, went to a sixth form then. Well, we have we have six farmers. Our unit comprises, I think, about seventy percent of the members of the unit have an associate degree, and the remainder are high school graduates. But we're saying that you 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 could be an engineer or or maybe a mechanic. Does that make you a better police? Well, yeah, well, there's no, well, I'm not trying to. I guess you know, it's not fairness. Um, I, I, I hope, I hope I'm not saying that there's a correlation between, say, your educational level and and your aptitude to police. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see any evidence. Yeah. That, well, I would want to see everybody, you know, everybody with at least a, a certificate in paralegal, so that you, 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 you're better able to perform your functions. You understand, you could conform. The rules, you know. You understand the laws. This is actually in in investigation and and case file preparedness and that sort of thing, and and eventually to this the, the, the increase in 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 convictions, that sort of thing. You a better understanding of the law. To, okay, all right, that that to me is very important. But the name, we can't, I mean, we can't afford to. Hmm? No, I said the name, Inspector. But I, we can't I, afford I mean, a law degree. We could. We can't afford a law degree for everybody, but certainly a paralegal is not asking. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's that's, that's reasonable. Yeah, I mean the the, the name, though, the, that that name. I mean, you know, because it seems to me that the, that name is a misnomer. Because it's based on the conversation I have I, I had with you this morning, or I'm having with you right now, is that the gang suppression unit, you know, the Monica that that, that name suggests, they're doing more than just just uh, interacting with you know gang narcotics. It's it's. It's a wide, uh, you know, they, they they involve in all aspects of law enforcement as it relates to dangerous criminality, not just not just with gangs, correct? So the name, to me, well, would you you happy with that name? Or? The correlation with all those other activities, when 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 properly looked at, that's why gang fighting in itself is not a, a, a one angle fight. It's not combating from one angle. Because what does the gang involve themselves in? You know, what is it that they involve themselves in? They involve themselves in 
perpetrating violent acts. They, they have retribution coming from one side or from one member to another even. They have drug sales. They have firearms, possession. They are fighting for... So we are fighting gangs from all those angles. That's what it may seem that we are fighting a lot of fights. It's one fight. It is one concern, one objective, the gang. But... But all the criminality thing you blame on gangs? I mean, like a bicycle wheel with not always spokes, gangs. You know? Yeah, it's like a bicycle wheel with a lot of spokes. But what percentage is important? Okay, what and, percentage of the criminality then? Huh? What, per, what percentage of criminality yeah. is gang-related in terms of, you know, in your, in your, in your, in your experience? Because if we're saying... You know, if what we say we're using gang as a scapegoat, then, then to me that's you know to me that's no, not effective. No. If you say no, no, you're saying that the gangs are involved in many, many acts of of of, of illegalities, and we have to to pluck all of these thugs. We have to pull all these thugs on them, all from all the angles, right? We want to empty the stubs, and uh, the, 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 if we just attack in one club. It will be too long before the water is out of the tub. We, we need to take all the clubs out from all the areas where they are. All right? We have to stop the supply of water at the same time. So it's not only emptying the tub or bailing out the tub, it's stopping the water from coming in. And that is what mm-hmm. the, the gangs are pushing. Okay, so, but are you, I mean, the, the gang is obviously, the, the GSU is, for, you know, is concerned with uh, vicious crimes. What about white collar crimes? I mean, I don't know if this. In your well, that is the, the that is the financial intelligence unit charter and the, the criminal investigation branch. We 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 are involved in you know well, even when, when we find okay. that there are, when we find that there are there are links, then we 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 have this multi agency approach to deal with white collar crimes. We we use the the people who are specialized in that aspect of investigation and who are better equipped and trained and knowledgeable in that field. So we would defer our investigation then to the, or refer it to the intelligence, the financial intelligence unit as it is. Okay, so, we, but I'm sure if the financial, so for example, let's say the financial intelligence unit, say there's a house involved in, say, um, in washing money, you know, or, you know, or, you know, you know which yes. is a street term for, you know, for, for you know, for taking money. Yes. And, you know, laundering. Money laundering. So let's say they say, okay, well, to your intelligence says that these people have submachine guns, grenades, you know, you know, you know, um, RPGs. Of course, that's where the GSU will assist the FIU, correct, in going in there to take that out. No, we will, we will ensure that one that they do have them before we get the FIU involved. Mm-hmm. We will confirm the information as intelligence, mm-hmm. and then take the the the, the remedial actions from there on. Uh, from a different angle. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, you're, well, you're, you, you, so you only act on actionable intelligence. But I'm sure I'm sure you have assets. You have assets all over the country, based on you know. I mean, of course, you can't devolve that information. But you know, I'm, I'm I'm sure that you have assets that you rely on for your intelligence gathering, for actionable intelligence, so that you can act when you see you know when you get that. You don't just go and I call you up and say, hey, I'm inspector. This house next door have a grenade. You don't show up. No, you you will want to verify that I'm just just wagging your tail, correct? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you don't want to go there and get blown up, right? Yeah. So it's not the difference between a tip versus say actual intelligence, where you have assets that's gathering that information on the ground, correct? 
Well, there are different ways to deal with tips and information, you know. Mm-hmm. But yes, we take tips. We do take tips. Um, uh, we stopped a robbery last week with an tip, you know. Somebody called and said it's going to happen, and we mm-hmm. actioned that, and, and we were able to prevent or at least to apprehend the, the perpetrators in the immediate aftermath of the robbery. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I want to, I want to, I want, I want my list. I, I sorry, I didn't get a chance to do a call in, but. But it's fine. I mean, you gave us a lot of information, and I, and I, and I, and I wanted. I want to thank you for that, because you know, as we come, well, I want we to have a couple of minutes left. And, yeah, I gotta, I gotta roll the case. I gotta get. I know you gotta roll. To the area I wanna, I, I, just one last thing before you go. The one last thing, and I want you to, lead, you know, you, I give you the last word. What exactly you want to tell Belizeans, wherever they are, whatever in the diaspora, Belize city, worldwide. What's the message that you? Inspector Mark Lantin for wants to leave with the Belizean people. No, you have an opportunity to address well, that. I just briefly, I would want to ask that the, the message be resonated that, that we, we talked about today, that it is that the gun question unit is a very useful unit. It is integral in the police department. We are a committed unit within the police department who wants to see uh, better in this country. We want to rid this country of the scourge of crime and the criminality that have that has taken um, over. So as soon as as soon as we are able to to, to uh, get this message across in a in a, a most subtle way, we, we we ask that people uh, you know understand what it is that we are charged to do. So if people understand that and appreciate what we do, then. We are well on our way to, to fighting crime. So I'm more informed than the if I'm sorry. Inspector Mark Anthony Flowers, I want to thank you. And my listeners, thank you for Thanks. coming on and being frank and honest with us about what the GSU is or not is and what you know and how you do view law enforcement and how you do pub, how you view public safety as it relates to to the GSU, I appreciate your you taking the time. I know you're a very busy man, and you have to you know you have to go fight some criminals. I mean, there's criminals out there. You have to go out there. <laughs> so I understand that. So I really appreciate the fact that you took an opportunity to come on. It gave me a more nuanced understanding of what is you know what the GSU entails, and perhaps I'm going to look at you know my criticism in a more constructive and Instruction manner and just say, oh, the GSU, you know, without looking, you know, you know, having to rely on some of the things that you said, you know, in my own ignorance. So that to me, you know, I, I've always, like I said, I've always been pro-law enforcement. I'm not going to hide that at all. I mean, anybody who knows me, I'm pro-law enforcement. I don't, I don't, I, I don't make, I don't, I don't care who cares about who, who, who's against that. I believe that that the police officer, the police, uh, policing is a very, very difficult job and. The motive for a lot of the policemen that I know out here is this. I'd rather be judged by six. I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. So, I mean, take, that for, what you want. Yeah. take that for what you want, you know. Yeah. That seems to be most of the officers yeah. that I speak to. And you're talking about good family guys. This is, that's what they tell me. FBI, whatever the FBI. That is, or, that is true wherever you go. That is true never yeah. police family. You know, it's better to be judged by 12 than to be carried by six. You know, and that's how they train them. I, my ethics professor at the University of Southern California, he was one of the trainers at the FBI, and that was one of the things that he said, that that seems to be the prevailing message across all agencies, I guess, must, must be worldwide. That's, having said that, I want to yeah. thank you, my brother, and um, 
you know, for this for this for this very enlightened conversation. And I know we didn't cover a lot of topics. We did a lot of things. You know, you know, we can't do anything in a couple of hours. But maybe another time, you know, maybe another time we could we could have another I conversation, definitely. you know. And uh, good luck out there, brother, and be definitely. safe. All right, stay strong. All right, thank you very much, Ray. Okay, and brother, have a good day. Happy happy twenty first. Thank you. Well, we're going to the carnival now, so. Yes, yes, yes. Take care, brother, and you know, and you know, and do the right thing. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ray. All righty. Um, well, you just heard the brother, um, Anthony Mark Anthony, uh, Inspector Mark Anthony Flowers. You know, the head of the, the very controversial GSU. Uh, we didn't cover a lot of things, but you know, he, you know, he gave us his version of what you know what his vision is for that unit, and I appreciated it. I know that there's a lot of things I could have covered. I tried, you know, to ask him as much questions as I can. I tried to get him to expand and break new ground. But, you know, he, he was reluctant to get into, you know, the controversy with, with you know, with, 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 the, with the former PM. And I didn't want to, and I didn't want to, um, to uh, push it further because I felt that that was, that was not the, the, my reason for bringing him here. My reason for bringing him here was to find out what exactly is this GSU and their mandate. I think we got some of it. And I'm happy to say this, that, look, whether we like it or not, <clears throat> public safety, euphemism for crime, is a very serious problem in Belize, and we need to get a handle on it. Now, I'm not sure whether the GSU is the unit to do it. I'm not sure whether those, kind of, those the specialized militarized units are the, are the way to go about fighting, but it's an aspect that, that, that surely needs an aspect that we cannot just dismiss. So we need to ask ourselves, do we want to just keep on addressing the the, 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 the symptoms? Or are we going to start looking deep at the disease? And do we want to accept the poison, the pill along with the poison? So that's my thing. Have a happy 21st. Do the right thing. And God bless you for, on a happy Saturday morning. Thank you very much. <laughs>